Hello and welcome everybody. This is Joe from Startupbrate.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog from Germany. Unfortunately, we've been approximately one hour delayed today, but um, keep in mind, we are a startup as well, so we have to make time for this. Um, startup Radio brings you a live hangout, the Startup News Germany. Have a look down here, we'll have a link uh, to our blog post and all the links and text sponsoring message. Startups.observer supports this program. Startups.observer is like online dating for startups and investors. It is by far the easiest and most efficient way to research potential investment candidates or look for potential investors. Learn more at startups.observer. And of course, Christian, once again, join me here from lovely New York. How are you doing? Yes. I decided to keep my head on today. So yeah. Move. I read uh, powerful men always have signature looks. So we will see. <laughs> smart <laughs> move, smart move. I do believe the triangle hat is already out, right? Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's a good opportunity for me in the market to make, yeah, make it uh, on vogue again. There you go. How, um, how is the weather in New York? Because right now Chris, in Fr Frankfurt, it's it not, feels it's like it's, it's spring already. Yeah. No, here not. It's snow tonight and no one needs it. Really? Just a tiny bit though, yeah. And right now it's as if you're on a ski trip. It's a crisp and blue skies outside, but pretty cold. That is, that is crazy because right now we have We had uh, all day highs of approximately 20 degrees Celsius. Uh, that's how much for the Americans? Like 70? Um, so yeah, somewhere in the higher 70s. Even. Yeah, in the higher 70s. And already my hay fever is starting to work. Uh -huh. um, just for the simple reason it's it's very lovely out there very nice very warm already so very different here across well, the atlantic you look impeccable though ah <sighs> you're so charming <laughs> love you <Ecosystem>. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh yeah at first we we're always talking about uh the surroundings in our wrap-up of what happened in european and german startup culture so in this case um there are now some series a software as a service startup benchmarks for 2018 written by thomas tungus and uh you can find the link in our show notes this and guy is also by the way a partner in a vc fund so it's usually pretty valid what he is posting and yes. as far as we can tell it's the only numbers publicly available Okay, and there's a global monitoring report on non-bank financial intermediation uh, for the year 2018, uh, published by the Financial Stability Board. Um, it's an aggregation of data submitted by national regulators to the to this board, and um, yeah, we think it's worth taking a look. Some of the highlights are that um, the role of online platforms in extending credit or facilitating credit creation, fintech credit, is rapidly increasing. Um, it has been highlighted by many jurisdictions as a key development in a non-bank financial space since 2017. So we definitely see a new trend there. And at a global level, it's estimated that about $284 billion in fintech credit was extended in 2016 alone, which we think might have been a lot, might be a lot more by now. Um, now probably in the background, you will hear a New York siren, but 
It's just what happens. Aren't we awesome with our sound effects? <laughs> it's, it's, it's always the same. Um, but also results from the survey indicate that the size of fintech credit varies widely across jurisdictions. So uh, in very limited instances where respondents provided data on stocks or flows of fintech credit from 16 to 18, it does appear to be growing rapidly, um, albeit from a very low base, meaning um, yeah, that the percentage rates are pretty high, yet the overall vol volume is still um, to be developed further. Media Moving on to media partnerships and housekeeping. Yes, media partnerships. We are media partners of Arctic 15. Check out arctic15.com. Arctic 15 is the most efficient matchmaking startup event in Northern Europe. The focus is on making deals and quality networking. The two-day event brings together a focused international crowd of startups, investors, corporates, media, and influencers. 15 tracks are focused on various industries, technologies, and topics ranging from digital health and AI to social impact and scaling. Industry players can use the time efficiently and gather under one roof. The core of it all is a one-on-one -on -one meeting in the deal room. We are also media partners of techjobsfair.com April 2019 in Berlin and May 2019 in Vienna. And we are also partners of the non-for-profit initiative Frankfurt Forward, which brings together CEOs and startup founders, um, which gets us straight to the housekeeping because it's official. It's our 101st <laughs> podcast we did. It's an audio-only podcast, and we talked to Christina, who is an amazing lady and a co-founder of the Frankfurt-based startup Mesh Cloud. We talk about her decision to relocate to Frankfurt and why Frankfurt is fast becoming Europe's cloud computing and data storage hub. I gotta admit that this interview was originally planned as a video interview, but you already know when you're looking frequently, uh, my camera is called Betsy and sometimes it's a little bit bitchy and this time it just didn't work. Now I completely resetted it and it is working again. Um, it's now working the autofocus, but I do have troubles with the HDMI signal getting out. Uh, Christina said in this interview, the whole ecosystem with all the startups within the last two years has grown and has evolved so much, it feels like Frankfurt is growing up. And she said, as um, we as a company grow up and so does the Frankfurt ecosystem, that's a very exciting time to be here because you can help shape the ecosystem. Also have a look where we post videos and interviews from Blockchain Startup Summit in Frankfurt and landed in London on youtube.com forward slash startup radio and the last 10 startup radio.io straight to your cell phone. In case you never again want to miss another episode, maybe video, audio or a live stream like this, you can find us on Telegram. Uh, it's t.me forward slash startup radio news where we post our publications directly to your cell phone. Here we go. Yeah, um, moving on from good news in Frankfurt to not that good of news in Munich. Um, surely one of the companies everybody talked about there in the last month was Wirecard, which is one of the fintech darlings in Germany, um, rapid growth, but now also uh, in kind of trouble. Um, they are suspected 
to use uh, to have used forged contracts, um, as was reported by the Financial Times. Uh, Financial Times wrote the news of suspect transactions rekindles questions about Wirecard's accounting and internal controls, which have dodged the company for more than a decade. Critical investors and analysts raised concerns about the group's financial statements in 2008, 2015, and 2016, citing apparent inconsistencies. On each occasion, Wirecard claimed it was subject to stock market manipulation and insisted the published figures were sound. After that report, all hell break loose and shares in Wirecard took a dive. Um, Handelsblatt, the German um, economics, business and economics uh, newspaper, took up the story and stated five reasons why Wirecard is attacked so frequently, also pointing out one story where the base of a financial report, Financial Times report, Satara research was questionable. Um, Satara is now also prosecuted for market manipulation. We have the link to the Handelsblatt version there. Um, then again, um, it went back and forth. The Wirecard share price sh uh, shot up another 20%. Um, the CEO of the company expects uh, that the Financial Times story won't have a lasting impact on the company. It will leave no traces. Um, so it's a bit back and forth. Um, we uh, Spiegel came, counted, and thought that the share price tanked four times in just four weeks. Several US law firms prepare class action lawsuits. The Munich Pro uh, prosecutor's office investigates a journalist behind the Financial Times story. And um, the Wirecard short sales are banned in Germany in what is an unprecedented move. More about that you can read from Bloomberg. But this, this basically was probably the biggest startup story of the month here in Germany. Yes, and keep in mind, Wirecard is not only a fintech, it's not only listed, it's a member of Germany's uh, major index DAX, the German version of the Dow Jones, and it kicked out Germany's second largest bank, Commerce Bank, and replaced it. So it, it's a big thing there. Yes. Then uh, we talked about rumors before, but now we have confirmation that uh, the German classified ads platform Scout24 agrees to sell for 4.9 billion euros to Hellman and Friedman and the Blackstone Group LP. Um, the company is also headquartered in Munich. And then the Bosch subsidiary BSH, Bosch Siemens Hausgeräte, um, producing appliances for the home, like washing machines and dishwashers. Um, they start a new startup program together with Techstars called the Future Home Accelerator in Munich, focusing on topics like Spotify for recipes. So a lot of buzzwords there, but still another example for um, legacy companies moving into the space. Um, the Munich-based chatbot Ibindo should help you with love sickness. Um, right now, it's a, a great idea, but also only in Germany. You can find more about Ibindo in uh, the show notes and Peter Thiel's Valar Ventures. Um, Action Capital Partners and Atlantic Labs invest 25 million euro in the Munich-based startup Cluno. Um, they're offering a car flat rate, which allows to change cars every six months. Also a model we see a bit more frequently now, this like, subscription for cars model. Sometimes it's coming from the um, manufacturers, but in the case of Cluno, it's uh, something else. I think here it depends on how customers will pick up on the idea and whether they actually like the idea to have a new car so frequently. And one last thing about Munich is that the Munich-based startup Shore 
raised in total 36 million euros, um, but it is now fighting for survival, reports Deutsche Startups, the, the company offers software, for example, for hairdressers and doctors to manage payments and clients. Moving Frankfurt, my home turf, exactly. Accelerator Frankfurt partners with Sentiment, a successful crypto data insights provider to set up Sentiment blockchain hub in Frankfurt related. Our latest live stream from Accelerator Frankfurt Day, we keep track of them since they are a hidden gem. They claim a 70% success rate for their market entry program, meaning their startups get business in Frankfurt, Germany, or investments or both compared to large programs who have a 20% success rate. There's a new house in Frankfurt, the logistics startup lab called House 61 or in German House 61. It is located in Frankfurt's central Kaiserstraße and you can guess exactly number 61. <laughs> uh, indirectly, we found numbers from Frankfurt-based VC arm of Bosch Venture Capital. Handelsplatz report they already invested 420 million euros at end of 2018. A study of German robo-advisors made it into the news. Happy to see Vamo did well and Jinmon even made it in the top five. And Frankfurt-based Cannabis Trader, which is now a legal subscription... Um, legal drug where you need a doctor's order here in Germany, uh, Frankfurt-based cannabis trader Kansativa, the easy names are out, I'm sorry, Kansativa raises millions in venture capital. Edeka, it's one of the very, very big names in German grocery shopping. And the interesting thing about it is it's not one monolithic firm, but it's basically one firm that provides most of the services and the single shops, most of them are sole proprietors um, who use the franchise. And they choose TraxPay's award-winning supplier financing platform. It's the first business for TraxPay here and we're very happy that they made it. We keep track of them with our first interview starting back in 2014. I think Edeka is a very interesting case in general because it used to have this pretty um, old school conservative image probably a decade or two decades ago, but they were really able to turn around the public perception of the company. Uh, a lot of the markets now look much more polished and they're really catering to a crowd like an like a more urban crowd that wants to spend money on organic stuff. And um, they, together with Rewe, are definitely not part of the market segment where Aldi or Lidl is in, but they are more like the, not really whole foods of, of Germany, but at least getting there, I think. And uh, for example, if you take the Edeka here in Frankfurt, that's the only place I am aware of where you can get the Magnum 12 liter bottles of champagne. So they're really high end here. I, Which is... I, I've seen them, but they're locked up there. Frankfurt <laughs> blockchain startup Agora Innovation secures high six-figure investment from high-tech Grunerfonds which is backed 50% by the German government and 50% by German industry giants like Daimler and Bosch. And we find we found another article concerning this funding, and this tells us it was 750,000 euros. Darmstadt, also Rhein-Main area, a little bit south of Frankfurt, approximately 20 minutes by train or by a car. And if you do it in the rush hour, it will take you much longer. Merck Group obtained blockchain patent to build so-called crypto objects 
a security measure combining AI and blockchain. They combine machine learning to recognize physical objects and identify them with their DNA or chemical fingerprint. Ludwigshafen, it's almost on the other side of um, the River Rhine, a little bit more to the south, also very close to Frankfurt. Um, exit for Berlin-based legal tech Flightright. They are sold to Ludwigshafen-based Median Union, Media Union, which is a majority owned by billionaire family Schaub. Median Union owns stakes in influential newspapers like Süddeutsche Zeitung, one of Germany's top daily newspapers. I would say they, they do approximately a head-on fight with FAZ, Frankfurter mm -hmm. Allgemeine. Do you agree? Yeah, probably. Yep. I mean, financially, they do even a bit better. So Süddeutsche is probably Germany's closest thing to New York Times. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Stuttgarter Nachrichten. The media empire grew out of a local newspaper called Die Rheinpfalz. And it's also interesting because there we see also how media companies try to diversify and uh, how they are looking for um, sectors and industries that right now work well in the startup sector. And in that case, Flightright is just one of the examples for um, yeah, for those companies who try to get some reimbursement if your plane was too late, etc. And there are a couple of players like this in the German and European market. So I think um, it's pretty clear that they are taking a bet there. In Hamburg, we found a closely related example to startups. Alexa loudspeakers went wild without anyone being at home. The neighbors called the police, which opened the door. Now the owner has a whole in the door big enough people can walk through and loudspeakers he doesn't want to use anymore versus stuttgart this stuttgart <laughs> stock exchange which is a little bit less important than frankfurt uh, but they're doing very good on retail structured products and structured products trading especially for retail investors versus stuttgart enters crypto trading as the world's first regulated exchange with a platform bison it addresses newbies mm -hmm. and crypto cracks instagram stuttgart-based companies compact battery startup i'm sorry get seven digit venture capital investment reports vivo Grunde. which is an important thing because stuttgart is the biggest region or the metropolitan region of stuttgart is the biggest region for uh, car manufacturers with uh, being the with hosting the headquarters of daimler porsche uh, bmw is not close but is not far away and uh, audi also has a big um, company a big production plant there so um porsche is also not too far yeah, away yeah so porsche the world's biggest car supplier yes and now instagram you can really tell that uh, the whole region is heavily heavily influenced by this and so instagram is instagram is also a sign for how innovation happens there and from Stuttgart, it's not far to Zurich in Switzerland. Uh, Zurich has Loanbooks, which is a Zurich-based platform for municipal credit, uh, which raised more or which raised 20 million in venture capital uh, investors, including Deutsche Kreditbank, also reported by Wirtschaftswoche Gründer, and um, a city we I think rarely talked about, maybe it's the first, Oldenburg, which is in northern Germany. Uh, and there, the newly merged Italian-French Essilor Luxottica online store for glass, glasses, wants to buy Oldenburg, um, Germany-based Brille24. Yes, uh, that's... 24. It's, it's, it's 
always important to hold up something like this because there's not a lot of coverage uh, for startups in Stuttgart and Oldenburg. So we try to keep you informed, guys. Coverage you can get nowhere else. Companies close to my heart. Fintech, Raisin, PayPal-backed, Berlin-based fintech startup raises 100 million euros in funding. Overall deposits cross 10 billion and we do have an exclusive and in-depth interview with one of the founders. Check out our website. Fintech companies raised a record. 39.6 billion in 2018 is a research report published by, uh, found by Reuters. German Introtech. We and that's a, um, we should say that's a global number. That's a global number, totally, yes, not not only in Germany. Uh, German Introtech WeFox enters joint venture with Japan-based SBI Holding to enter Asia and the leaked num 2017 numbers of newly minted Unicorn N26, Allianz or Tencent invested, likely based on them. Some highlights, commissions 10 million, burn 32 million, but raised 400 plus in total. Uh, customer acquisition costs are below 20 years per customer. Onboarding is below 450 per customer. Average deposit is approximately 600 year per customer. Um, I would guess that's a, at the very low end um, for retail bank. They are not active in credit. They only hand out approximately 40 year per client. Um, uh, less than 10 million euros in total. They earn money with cards and payments and they are active in 70 countries, but only offer investment or credit products in two of them. And so they spend the 25 uh, euros on me in vain because I'm not anymore. <laughs> but uh, the, the, the low average deposit also is a result of them catering very much to a young audience, I think. And they are this like cool and hip internet bank. So yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, they, they actually lost me because I got an invite for being one of the first like 500 clients and I clicked on the link. It never worked. I tried to reach out to customer service and never heard back yeah. since. Yeah, Germany. it's definitely a company who also showed some growing pains recently. Yes, uh, th there's another one here uh, related. German Unicorn and Challenger Bank N26 now has a chatbot for customer service. Kunasine tried it out and wrote a review titled The Chatbot Who Knows Nothing. This is not surprising since the bots need to be trained. It appears the clients should do this. Only thing left is we are not sure what clients should do the training. N26 stops cooperation for their investment product with Frankfurt-based Robert Weiser Vamo. Um, they have been recently taken over by Money Farm, by the way. Um, it appears to be part of a strategy shift away from fees in cooperation with other fintechs to making money with their own premium products. And we found a list from PitchBook about the top 10 VC investors in European fintech companies. <sighs> that was a lot. And I have some uh, shorter startup stories to, uh, to add to this. There is a German online shop called Backzeit, which mostly uh, provides stuff and gear uh, for skiing and hiking, uh, and is, does surprisingly well in keeping up with Amazon and Decathlon. Um, They're profitable, generate 60 million in revenues in 2018, and they also increasingly um, offer an opportunity to book courses. Uh, headquarter is located close to Munich. Um, yeah, we thought we'd mention it because of uh, them being a good example for um, being successful in the niche. 
And there's an Austrian startup called Honest Food. They run ghost restaurants from which you can only order. Um, also a trend we see a bit more that uh, startups or that there's now the structure that just provides the kitchen utensils, etc. And then there are uh, delivery people bringing it to your home. Um, and Honest Food is one of them trying it in Austria. Uh, they own one large kitchen where it's prepped and freezed. Uh, and then their French Chaisies make the final prep. So it's kind of a related, but not exactly the same concept. Um, Good Brands and Vapiano founder Gregor Gerlach are investors uh, and the money uh, raised makes honest food from venture, or the money, honest food makes money from franchising fees and the orders of their real partner restaurants. And we have been talking a lot about the startup Sonnen in our news and uh, Shell buys now this German solar battery maker, so they have an exit. Great. Um, venture capital, Berlin-based startup behind Oak North platform secures 30 million venture capital. Another Berlin uh, startup, prop tech startup, Architrave, raises 2 million. Munich-based Corux monitors heavy machinery and builds on building sites and aims to forecast failures. They raise 3.1 million, uh, million US dollar venture capital, I'm sorry. Founders of financial news portal on Vista and Challenger Bank N26 and Atlantic Labs invest 1.4 million euros in Berlin-based Vantic. The startup has an app for retirement savings. NWZ Digital, Global Founders Capital, German Media Pool, BPO Capital, Monkfish Equity and several business angels invest in woman-focused online dating Lemon Swarn, seven-digit they call it, venture capital as a seed round. Evonik, one of the energy companies really big here in Germany, starts to invest in startups and SoftBank closes in on a deal on German online travel business. Get your guide. Uh, Ivonic is not the only company investing uh, money as a venture capitalist now. There's more corporate venture capital flowing into the market. For example, uh, Bitburger Ventures, the venture capital arm of the German brewery, uh, is starting to invest in startups. They, for example, bought 10% of Atlantic Food Labs. Then Osram, the German light bulb and lighting manufacturer, bought a minority stake in the Berlin-based startup Beacon Inside. Um, Allianz X from uh, the uh, insurance company Allianz um, gets more money to invest and now um, has a million a billion euros to spend. Previous of investments there include N26 again, Lemonade or Simple Assurance, and uh, ProSieben, a German media company, which is also one of the largest investors in the German startup scene, reshuffles their senior management which was even reported by nasdaq.com so you can really see the significance of the company blockchain germany bitbond german regulator bafin it's a german sec approves first vigil van virtual venture capital financing round tokenized debt based on a blockchain very nice then i found something to make all startups aware of due diligence I start with a quote from a blog article. About a year ago, I received a LinkedIn connection from Richard Briggs, a Brooklyn law grad who spent 25 successful years at Lehman and was operating his own family office. He knew a bunch of other VCs in New York and seemed like a great potential limited partner connection. 
There was only one problem. Richard Briggs didn't exist. A cautionary note for uh, on doing your due diligence, even on potential investors, the potential for fraud caused by the unnecessary mystery in the family office world is um, so it's nearly impossible to tell who from the family office world is legitimate. Uh, have a look at the link here. Taxes. Why does it get in here? Pretty simple. The German financial administration, the German IRS, is trying to get their taxes from Google by taking companies who bought ads with them and charged them 15% in some uh, 15% tax on it. In some cases, going back seven years, the clients then should get their money from Google again. Um, Actually, it's it's the place where even the German uh, financial administration failed. So I'm not really sure if this is a good um, approach by them. But um, let's see. Hopefully, we won't hear anything about it anymore. The German startup Rice offered to invest like a billionaire. But the ICO was now stopped by German finance watchdog, once again, BaFin. This is the first time this has happened. They had pretty aggressive marketing. And if this video does not tell you all, uh, all red flags should go up, you may need to train your red flags when you're watching this and still want to invest in it. We also have uh, one or a couple of stories again that are not so nice. Uh, the, uh, for example, the Berlin-based online fashion shop Lezara, um, who has been under insolvency protection since fall anyway, uh, started negotiations with an investor, but in last minute he jumped ship. Now the company will be wound down. In total, they raised 85 million euro in venture capital. Uh, we are sad to see them go, but probably the investors behind their money are even sadder. Um, in some med tech news, the natural dental implants AGNDI raised in April 2.5 million euro on Companisto, a Germany-based crowdfunding platform. They then started to prepare for an IPO, added another million euro from existing VC investors for their artificial teeth. So in total, they have raised more than 20 million euros and needed more money at the end of last year. Uh, two existing investors wanted to invest along, but they needed even more money. So they talked to two business angels who unfortunately canceled their offer in January. So also this company had to file for insolvency. Um, we have some AI news. Um, uh, report about the top 100 AI companies in the world. Uh, including 20BN from Berlin, which also, of course, is a good news for us. Um, some food news. My muesli was hyped for the idea of tailor-made cereal combination. Now they only grew 15% to 60 million euro in revenue with a loss of 3.2 million euros, writes Deutsche Startups. Um, that appears to be about 15% below expectations. Um, I think here the story behind that is that my muesli also tried a, a very aggressive strategy, uh, opening up um, shops in German um yeah, in German cities. Yes, and they do I have think... here in very expensive shopping mall. They actually have yes. um, an outlet, and I'm not sure how much sense this makes. Um, yeah, and they're really, really in prime locations, and you can really wonder how much money you can make with muesli, even though the general attitude of the company always is very fascinating, and it's a very, it's a very well-established brand by now, I think. 
Um, there's Indian food delivery unicorn Tomato, which is in talks to sell its um, Arab business, UAE business to delivery heroes, or the German company, for $250 million. And um, of course, in terms of driving cars and mobility, the biggest news of the month has been that BMW and Mercedes parent company Daimler will go together for uh, and bundle their self-driving and self-parking tech research reported by Frankfurter Allgemeine Zeitung. Um, that also uh, goes together with the fact that they also um, uh, built a joint venture with uh, DriveNow and Car2Go, so their car sharing services, and they really joined forces in thinking about the future of mobility. And in terms of mobility, also always interesting, we love to look at Flixbus, which is um, a startup for yeah coaches, buses, and um, selling bus tickets. But in the Germany, they also operate some um, train um, train routes. They want to expand to Russia. Um, yeah, adding that country to their roster uh, of countries where they are already active in Europe and the United States. Um, Insolvent-based yeah. Berlin-based mattress startup Moon gets bought by Lower Saxony-based Matrazzo. Uber Eats and Fudora leave Austria. Swiss-based TV platform Zatu takes over Berlin-based streaming provider Magin TV. And Lidl now allows in Germany to lease cars through their online shop. And finally, end on a high note. This is an amazing guy. CEO of AI-driven insurance startup Lemonade says, mockery is the highest form of flattery. I would love to have this guy in the interview <laughs> one day. And that is uh, all we got about Germany. Yeah, we exactly. still have some stay ahead of the curve news. For example, we look at why Spotify acquired the podcast startup Gimlet Media. Um, we look at uh, the New York Times' numbers, which are very promising how they made it into the digital age. We um, take a look back at uh, what companies did for the Super Bowl 2019 with their ads. And um, we are looking for what is called an Amazon for billionaires, a company that wants to sell you a 51 million yacht online. Hush, hush, an e-commerce site for the uber wealthy. And of course, you would wonder if this will ever work. That's all I got in New York. That's all I got in Frankfurt here as well. It was a pleasure having you guys here and hope to see you soon again in approximately one month where we'll have the March news here for you. Hopefully, uh, I I'm done with my hay fever by then already. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't have allergies. I'm good. <laughs> You're good, and you have snow, and that was it. A, fi a famous last word. And remember, guys, sharing is caring. Bye-bye. See you.